Thanks for tuning in to Real Talk with Michelle, the podcast about purpose, where we discuss what it truly means to live your best life now. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Real Talk with Michelle podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Happy, happy new year. Happy new year. It is 2021, yo. <laughs> like, can we even believe that we made it here? I cannot. I, I really, I almost just can't. It's This is episode 58, real talk about what I learned in 2020. You have to start off the year that way. Um, I just want to say, like, <laughs> I'm really, I'm really, really, really glad that it is 2021. I must say, though, 2020 was not was not awful for me. I know it seems like it's probably like the worst year for people. I have to run through quickly what 2020 looks like for me. Let's just start it off. I had a wonderful new year. I bought it in with my honey and we spent the new year together. I did all of my rituals, made all of my things, my greens, my like I peas, some cornbread. Um, I did all the things. And then February came and was it February or March? I think it might have been the beginning of March. Maybe it gets it get it gets hazy because let's just be honest. In twenty twenty, we were just we were we were inside. <laughs> I lost track of a lot of time, but there was a tornado in Nashville. It impacted the area significantly around um, my business, and I just ah. Uh, Wow. So I was dealing with that, putting out fires back and forth. We lost power. We didn't have, like, so my girls couldn't work. And um, then, you know, I was just getting back in the groove because I put myself back into the shop. I was just getting myself back into the groove, getting some um, steady clients coming back to me. And then, boom, you know, the coronavirus is, you know, really taking over. Uh, different states are shutting down completely and Nashville was soon to follow. So we had just got, we went back to work a little bit after tornado, maybe just a couple weeks. And then here comes coronavirus just coming on in. Um, <laughs> the pandemic was really in full swing. So we had to shut down. That meant uh, nail businesses, salons, you know, it affects a lot of people that I know, like beauty, beauty, um, beauty industry people, you know, we work, we don't, we don't have nine to fives, you know, like we, we work for pay every single day. So it's really tough for us to kind of sit back. Um, that's kind of how my year started. And then we just, we were on a lockdown till essentially, um, July. So from March to July, I mean, oh my God. So <laughs> with that being said, it slowed things down. And I am someone who previous to this, I don't claim this anymore, was a busybody. I always had to be moving. I always had to be doing something. And here I am in the walls of my wonderful apartment. I have to call it wonderful. I love it. But it was it was a really old and stagnant space, so I found myself having to like create new energy in here, which now I'm super proud of. I love my space. Thank you, thank you, 2020. Um, 
but it just put me in this different place because, you know, once we sit alone, and this is what a lot of people in healing modalities and inside of my little world of spirituality are like, man, um, now we have all this extra time to sit with ourselves, the dark sides of the things that we've been ignoring by staying busy come to the forefront. So here we are. What's have I learned in 2020? These are in no order. These are just things that I wrote down that I was starting to think about. Um, go figure. The first one is I love to be alone, <laughs> like inside of my home. Previous to this, I spent so much time filling any empty time and any empty space I had with people. And now that no one can come over, no one can really leave their house, you had to create these little bubbles of people that you could see. And a shout out to all the people who kind of was upset with me because I wouldn't do stuff with them. <laughs> okay? Like I have uh people around me that I wanted to see that like I know are like super strict about their little bubbles that they're creating. So, I I ended up spending a lot of time by myself. I had a quarantine buddy. I was one of those girls who had a, um, <laughs> a boyfriend during the pandemic that could come over and stay and spend time with me. And we created our own little circle. So, you know, I know a lot of girls was out here like, man, I ain't got nobody. Like, <laughs> it's lonely. But self-work needed to be done inside of there we didn't spend every day together like we did not like super hardcore quarantine together um but we were still mindful of what we did like outside of each other essentially nothing because there was nothing to do um but I spent a lot of time alone and it was just it was really good. It was really good for me. I got to journal. Like I said, I got to just kind of transform my apartment. I got rid of a lot of big, bulky furniture. I scaled down things, so I cleaned things out. And 2020 just taught me that I actually really don't need a lot of people around me that I actually enjoy. I'm more of an introvert than I thought. I feel like I talk about this on every episode. I thought I was like a super extrovert. I think that's part of... Um, what I'm doing professionally and what I'm going to do in the future is putting more of myself out there in different ways. But when it comes back time to come home, I like my little bubble. Um, 2020 also taught me um, new things about like relationships, friendships, any type of relationships like outside of, of self is that I desire freedom. I desire full autonomy and um, still like a certain amount of like alone time in my significant relationships because one of the things that I was trying to overcome was codependency and I realized like most of the codependency in my friendships and uh, significant relationships the other person was codependent so I was allowing them to in a way leech on to me and feed off of me because I am a nurturer I love to care for people and take care of people which that's down the line and like some other things which nothing is wrong with that but you have to do that with boundaries and I wasn't exerting my boundaries into those relationships and now that I have started to say this is what I like this is what I want this is what I enjoy. I learned that I need freedom to do what I'm doing right now. I don't need 
someone sitting around me while I'm trying to output information to you. I don't need people who just need to sit around you and need to talk to you all the time. I need people who need those things for themselves because that's what I need for myself. And I need to be able to make my own decisions and move about. And I've found the people that this resonates with the most because that's also what they're doing. So 2020 definitely taught me that I need my own freedoms, especially when you can't go outside because they might told you you could. <laughs> um, let's see. I... I realized in not making money in the traditional sense in 2020 that money flows to me when I do what I love, period. I want to say like in a time where people were super worried about like where things were coming from and we're all on different levels of that. Like I said, I own a business, but I own a business where 100% of my income comes from going to work every day. It doesn't come in in any other way outside of that. I provide a service. When I can't give a service, I don't make the money. But allowing myself to not be worried about that, it still flowed to me. I was still able to create content. I was still able to chat with the clients. I was still able to like let them know where we were by sending out emails and like letting them know like what's going on, keeping them, um, keeping them informed and shout out to all of Eastside Nails clients. Thank you so much for everything that you did for us. Like during, um, during that time by sending the girls, um, love donations and to their cash apps and their Venmos, um, to, um, donating things to the salon, to buying gift cards, to doing everything that you did, because that's something that I love. And that energy flowed back to me through you guys. And I'm so blessed. So 2020 definitely taught me that money, abundance, Uh, generosity will flow to me just by outputting good energy and love. Love is the circular emotion of everything. So we have to like give it out. 2020 taught me a lot of lessons about love. Also, 2020 gave me a good little jolt in learning that family created or otherwise is everything. I know I don't have to go into detail about this, but how much did we miss our loved ones when we could not get to them? And I actually went home. Um, when did I go home, y'all? Was that Thanksgiving? Look, I'm trying to tell you, I don't remember nothing. I'm just going to say this. (laughs) I did go home one time during the pandemic. I do think it was Thanksgiving because my mother cooks the best food, but I loved going home even for that time. Did not get to go home for Christmas, but, it, you know, it was strange this year because I don't even think I went home for Thanksgiving. I think I cooked for Thanksgiving. When did I go home, y'all? Oh, wait. That's one thing 2020 did was just jumble up <laughs> anything I thought I did on this date and this date because I don't think I went home for Thanksgiving. Whew, maybe. Anyway. It definitely taught me that family is everything. I love, love, loved chatting with my people, laughing, talking about what we were watching, even though we weren't with each other. I was sitting with my mother, like, I think I FaceTimed my mom once. And it's funny because she just got an iPhone just probably within the last year. And I like sending her text messages. She does not answer them, but you can see that she read them. Um... Talking to my nieces and nephews, I love them. I love my family. I talked to my grandma. My granny was, you know, doing special things for me. I really just 
I can't, I can't explain it. 2020 taught me that family is everything. We need family. We need fellowship. We need that. Um, Moving forward, 2020 was the breaking of a lot of foundations in this, this United States of America that we live in. Um, And we went into Black Lives Matter and it just really put to the forefront of like how proud I am to be black and how I've kind of just been like floating and I, I want to say it's because of the way that I grew up, the schools that I attended, the things that I did. Now, I went to a pretty much mixed school, Catholic school in Memphis, but I have to say that it was probably mostly black when I think about it, but you know, there's nuns there. They're not black. So, um, and then I went to a historically black college, which kind of immersed me in that experience. And I loved it because it's blackity black, black at Tennessee State University. Okay. And I loved it a hundred percent. But when you go back out, like after you've graduated college and you went into this other world, you start to notice like how everything is set up against you. And, I don't think I I even paid attention to it because boom, like still in some ways, like you have privilege, but I just, white people have really just been touching the surface. And I've like, I have good people, like my good allies who definitely reached out to me, who definitely wanted to talk to me, who definitely wanted to ask me questions, who definitely were interested in my opinion. There's a whole lot more work to do, but I just wanted to say like 2020 just made me realize like I'm real black. Okay, and I might have been like skirting the line of uh, turning on, turning off parts of my blackness to assimilate and fit in, but I'm no longer going to do that. If you don't want me in those spaces, I ain't trying to be in those spaces. I really want to be around my people and, you know, further just stop subscribing to white America's bullshit. Like no one cares. (laughs) Like I'm not a part of that. I'm a part of something bigger and greater and I have things to do and white people will no longer be standing in my way to do that. And I'm black. I'm black, 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 black. I'm not, I don't care if I'm like your one token black friend or whatever. If you're coming to me for half truths, you can forget that because I'm not doing it anymore. So anyway, (sighs) we got work to do. Um, anyway, I also, 2020 just taught me, um, I had a lot of like body weight changes and I was unhealthy. So I was really like an unhealthy weight for like a long time. I've gained this weight that I'm super, super, super proud of. I needed it in my life. What can I say? And I'm learning to like work with my body. I was really like trying a vegetarian diet. I like to say like mostly I'm plant-based. I don't, I really just don't eat a lot of meat. I still just like the way vegetables taste. So with that veggie, little rice, little beans here and there, you gain a little weight. You're going to gain a little weight because I'm no longer like um, eating foods that don't nourish me. So now I'm being nourished and I've gained a lot of weight, but I'm so, it's taught me a lot about my own body and how much I love the way um, that I look and the way that I feel and owning myself, owning self. Like, so that's part of a 2020 lesson for me. What's up? Y'all like this little new thickness? Like I got a little little new thickness out here. (laughs) I'm toning it up now. So it's going to look 
even better. But 2020 gave me patience to learn my body and get through um, these conventional ways that I think I'm supposed to look. I'm supposed to look like me. And I'm my own body goals. I told my boyfriend that the other day. I'm my own body goals. I look back at a picture of myself and I was like, damn, girl, (laughs) you was fine. What weight was that? I went through my app, found the weight it was, found like, you know, kind of around the time what I was doing. And we here now. (laughs) Um, Also, 2020 made me more mindful of my consumption of probably almost anything. Um, I I was a lush, you know, and lush sounds cute, you know. Um, I've had to admit to myself that I was probably a little bit of an alcoholic and it was affecting relationships and things that I was doing, productivity, everything. I didn't want that for myself anymore. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if you guys have seen that Kevin Hart special where he was talking about his wife and how every now and then she's like, I want to get fucked up. And he was like, no, no. Why would, why would I do that? <laughs> like, and here we go. Every now and then once a month, I say that to my boyfriend. I think it's funny because he laughed at that in, in the comedy show because I really was like that, but probably every day or every other day, something like that. Too much. So I have really cut down on my consumption. I pretty much only drink wine now and it's not every day. And if, if I have something, it's like a glass, I'm no longer trying to get to this point of oblivion because that just means I was unhappy, you know, like I'm trying to cover up things and I had a lot of crazy outbursts during that during 2020 and the months like where you know everybody was consuming a lot everybody was just doing stuff because we had nothing to literally do and I had a lot of breakthroughs from the people that I love just coming to me um and just you know letting me know that it's okay to like not be on 10 all the time okay (laughs) I'm still on 10 without alcohol so that's like so can you imagine me on 10 with alcohol girl guys everybody lord why y'all ain't tell me no i'm just kidding it's up for me to figure out but i'm more mindful of my consumption how things make me feel and i no longer use alcohol as a coping mechanism because that's really all it was and that's not healthy but i still love a good margarita or two here and there and let me tell you when you stop drinking spirit like when you stop drinking um um, look, I found Douce. I like Douce, but I can't even drink a lot of Douce. But when you stop drinking like alcohol, like Crown or whatever, like spirits, woo, you can't really drink that stuff no more. Like I promise, like two margaritas in, and I'm like, all right, guys, like I need to get, I need to get home because it's about like this is this is the teeter teeter totter point. So I've learned good lessons about myself, and I think 2020 for that because it's time to evolve. And in order for me to use my spiritual gifts, I actually have to not be inhibited by um, man made things so I have been leaning a little bit into um natural plant herbal love I'm finding my love for like my herb again but I'm not like a typical herb user either because honestly I could probably hit it twice and I'm through the moon but also being through the moon helps me get in touch with my spiritual side but I only use it really for kind of spiritual experiences or just 
when it's a really sunny day outside and my, my boyfriend's going to drive me around in the car. Because <laughs> there was a lot of driving around in the car in 2020. All right, back on task. Um, 2020 also taught me um, how and what it means to be a friend again. I was talking to, I invited my friend over the other day, hi Emily, to vision board with me and I was telling her like, I was reading a book and it talks about your north node and what your north node is in. My north node is in Gemini. I'm here as a truth seeker um, and I'm here to share like messages with people about truths and in order to do that for me, I had to learn that I have to ask questions and listen to other people so I can have a diverse experience because it's not, we won't even go too far deep into that. We'll, we'll get down into that later. I'll get some people on who are really, really studying this, but they've been sharing information with me. It makes so much sense. And I was telling her, I'm like, I'm here to ask questions. And she's like, this is great because that's kind of what also feeds her. So I like to start going forward realizing what it means to be a friend taking some of the experience like uh the interactions like off of myself because apparently gemini north node people have spent time in in other lifetimes like seeking truth and a lot of that was alone so here we are in this incarnation and I'm chatty as hell because I spent so much time alone in a past life. I know that sounds crazy to you, but if you listen to me, you're probably a little on the spiritual side anyway, and you believe and subscribe to the things that I'm saying. If you're not there yet, let's chat because I can put you up on some game. Now, here we go. Um, so this is why I'm so chatty. I want to talk all the time, and sometimes that doesn't really require that anybody talks back to me, <laughs> but... Now, moving forward, learning what it means to be a friend again is engaging, asking questions, being interested. Now, let me tell you, I've made friends my whole life, but I can't honestly say why each person even liked me because whew, I tell you when I say it sometimes, I was insufferable. I was insufferable. <laughs> like, Lord, okay, ex-friends friends who cut me off, friends who just kind of fell off, friends I fell off with, I apologize. I'm learning how to be the type of friend that I actually really want to be. So I've been feeding into like my, especially my um, friendships with women, um, giving more of my true self because I didn't ever really share like my feelings or what was going on with me. I was very, very, very guarded, very, very closed off. I will say that is my Scorpio moon, not really letting other people in, but other people loving to flood me with information about themselves, but I wasn't taking any of it in. And now I really want to be that kind of friend. The last lesson, of course, there were so many more, but you know, for time. The last lesson I learned is that loss is a part of life um, and kind of how to grieve properly. Part of, oh God, that's my dog. <laughs> and it's odd because I'm about to chat about my, my, other, my other baby girl. Um, loss is a part of life. And part of what got me on my spiritual journey was the loss of my father, the loss of a spouse, uh, not to death, but just, you know, uh, divorce. <laughs> but it's, and, and I did not properly um, 
grieve those two things. But at the top of the year in March, I had to put my um, my eight, 18-year-old Chihuahua, maybe 17, but 18, 17, who cares? This dog has been with me for most of my formidable years. Here, I had to put her to sleep. Like I had to, she could not... Um, kind of keep up with this new lifestyle and it was just heartbreaking and just in the middle of a pandemic you know going to um the the vet's office and putting my baby girl um down was like one of the hardest things I've ever had to do outside of uh, the death of like I'm actually let me not even compare the two it was just hard. And in a year where so many people have lost people that are close to them, that friends, and we've heard through other people that somebody knew somebody that passed away from coronavirus or or anything. But how we deal with loss is how we know that we're growing and evolving and changing. And 2020 taught me a lot about being grateful for things that are here, letting people know how much we care about them while they're here, really honing in on on staying 100, staying at the top of of our feelings and our emotions and and being connected because we're all connected and loss in in one person's life is a loss for all of us. And I mean, I'm just saying, 2020 really, really, really put me out there, really kind of kept me on my toes, really kept everything working. And I just wanted to share some of that with you guys, because I know 2020 has taught you some things too. I'd love to hear what they are. Um, With that being said, I'm just going to take a break and just have a moment to, to marinate with that. And when I come back, we'll do the daily gratitude. Let's hear from our sponsors. All right, guys, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. I really hope you guys have liked this episode. I've enjoyed doing it. I want to go ahead and hop right into the daily gratitude. And I just want to say today, and much like every other day, I'm just grateful for a fresh start and a new start to a new year to do new things, follow new goals, just do new stuff. Like my energy it's not always on fire, but it's on fire today. Any, every time I start talking, every time I start doing this, I feel so good. And I'm just grateful that however we need to reset, because we don't need them to say it's a new year for us to reset. We can reset whenever we want to. So I'm just grateful for fresh starts and beginning again. Um, and today we have a guest, a guest gratitude from Eric and he answered my Instagram question and he just said he was grateful for like family. And I feel like that's been a theme. I feel like every time I ask this question, I get the same answer. People are so grateful for family and communion and friends. And what can I say? Like this has just been a full, full learning immense year, 2020. Goodbye. Hello, 2021. Um, And again, I'm always grateful for you. Always, always grateful for you, the listeners, people who support me. Thank you so much. And thank you for tuning into the Real Talk with Michelle podcast. Um, We're getting it together over here, okay? (laughs) Because I am wanting to bring you two episodes a month for a year in 2020. 
Ooh, ooh, I just said that out loud. Words are spells. <laughs> Words are spells, and I just said that out loud. I got to do it now. Woof. Pressure. Anyway, thanks for tuning into the Real Talk with Michelle podcast, and I'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks. Bye, guys. Hi, guys. One more quick thing before you go. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. You can listen to Real Talk with Michelle on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, and SoundCloud. You can also catch up on the podcast on YouTube at the same name, Real Talk with Michelle. Make sure you hit the notification button to be notified when new episodes go up. You can also like the Facebook page, Real Talk with Michelle, and give us a follow on Instagram at Real Talk with Michelle Podcast. You can also leave voice notes and anchor. And if you would like to send in your guest gratitudes or you'd like to be featured on a future episode or you have topic suggestions, you can email at realtalkwithmichelle at gmail.com. If you would like to support the podcast, you can at www.anchor.fm, that's F as in Frank, M as in Mary, backslash realtalkwithmichelle, backslash support. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of Real Talk with Michelle. I am so grateful for you. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.